It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. This is your host, Ed Oliver, DC Sports YouTuber. You can follow me on Twitter at E-D-T-O-F-L-A-T-T. Make sure you subscribe to the Locked On Wizards uh, podcast so you can get the latest updates on your Washington Wizards. And also make sure you check out Thursdays on Locked On NBA. This podcast it features uh, Jackson Gatlin and Matt Moore. They're telling you who's who and uh, NBA stock, whose NBA stock is up and who's who's is down. Follow the Locked On NBA podcast today on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so today we're going to hop into the guard position. We're going to review that. We're going to talk about who improved. Uh, did the guard room improve from last year's room? Uh, how the minutes will be split? You know who's battling for minutes in the rotation? Uh, we're going to talk about you know are they, how they how I see them helping out Bradley Bill this year and um, how they fit around Bradley Bill, the new additions uh, from the guard standpoint. And uh, also we're going to talk a little bit about John Wall. We're, we're going to start off with John Wall, um, legendary wizard, uh, fan favorite John Wall, who is on the Rockets right now, as everybody knows. But um, yesterday or sometime this week, he and the Rockets had mutually agreed to part ways in a trade in. Uh, I think we all knew this was coming when he had the injury during the middle of the season and he sat out for the rest of the year. I think uh, he just wasn't going to stay in Houston long. They're, they're a rebuilding team. They just drafted Jalen Green. Uh, they bought in uh, Jay Christopher, Jay Gupp. They drafted Sangoon, uh, Usman Garuba. Uh, they have a lot of guys. They got a lot of young guys that they, that they brought in through the draft this year. So, um, they're just a team that's going in a different in a different direction for sure. So, um, and you look at you look at John Wall's contract. It is a big contract. We gave him that supermax deal, which I think he deserved the deal. I think he totally earned the deal after that game winner against the Celtics. You know where he said, "This is my house." In Game Six, even though we definitely should have won that Game Seven, it is what it is on that part. But um, I think he deserved the contract, making the All NBA team defensively. Uh, being a leader on the team, five-time All-Star, uh, All-NBA, and making it, like I said, All-NBA defensive team, uh, just being a leader on the roster, I think, and one of the best shot blockers, being 6'3", and the way he made guys better around him, marching Gortat, um, Nene, he, he helped make Bradley Bill better, setting him up for wide-open shots, and uh, Trevor Ariza, Otto Porter, the list goes on and on. This guy was spoon-feeding. He was the engine to the car for this Washington Wizards team. I mean, he put his heart and sold to his team, you know, diving on the floor, chase down blocks, 360 layups. I mean, the man did it all. And, the, and what he came from coming in in 2011, playing on a roster with Andre Blatch, JaVale McGee, Nick Young, uh, Al Thornton, 
and other guys like that coming from where he came from. This franchise, I mean, we had the first pick in the draft. We were bad for years. You know, the Gilbert Arenas after Gilbert Arenas left, and that kind of that went downhill off the court. Uh, John Wall had to come with it with a he came in with a with a rough. The culture was was darn was darn bad at the time, and he 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 helped bring uh, he made the Wizards relevant. Got us some playoff wins, sweeping the Raptors. That was incredible going in their house and just sweeping them like that. Um, almost beating the Pacers in the second round. Also beating the Bulls in the first round too as well, and uh, beating the Raptors again in the first round. So John Wall did a lot of good things for the for the Washington Wizards on and off the court. So he will always be a Wizards legend. But I want to see the best for him. Personally, I don't see a lot of teams looking for John Wall services. A lot of people are throwing out the Clippers. I could definitely see that work, um, him playing with Paul George for this year and then Kawhi when he comes back uh, the next season. Uh, they already do have Reggie Jackson, but, of course, they would still take John Wall with open arms if they could. Just how about Paul George for this year to make another playoff run? But they would have to package up probably Serge Ibaka, Luke Kennard, and uh, they got Eric Bledsoe on that roster as well. So they probably have to package up th- those three guys just to take on John Wall's contract of $44 million this year. And then the year after John Wall, he has a decision. He can opt into $47 million uh, the year after this season, uh, $47 million for the next season. So I, I think he's going to opt in. I think anybody, I think all of us will opt into that contract. So, but there was a report saying that the Rockets are not interesting in doing a buyout with John Wall. So that makes it interesting too. But you see with other guys, you know, Blake Griffin and, uh, you know, Kevin Love's in the situation right now. Blake, Blake Griffin got – he he just ended up being bought out. You know, it was that kind of stalemate where they're like, hey, we're just not going to sit you. We're going to try to trade you. But, of course, nobody's trying to trade for Blake Griffin. He ends up getting bought out. Andre Drummond being bought out. Uh, that's been the trend right now. They're like, hey, we're going to shop you and try to trade you, but nobody wants you. You know, you're, you're, you're John Wall's 31. Blake Griffin's in his 30s. All these guys were great back in 2015, 2016. And uh, it's just, you know, this is how the league is going now. And nobody's going to trade really for it. I'm not going to say his contract's untradeable, which it, it looks that way, but it's already been traded for Russell Westbrook. You know, we saw Chris Paul's uh, contract get traded. We've seen some big money contracts get traded. I would throw it in Oklahoma City just because they love taking on draft picks. So if the Rockets want to throw in a draft pick to send them to OKC, you look at Kimba Walker. That was a big contract that got traded to OKC, and then they ended up buying Kimba Walker out and just took those picks from the Celtics. Um, I could see that happening, but at the same time, the Rockets, they don't want to give up their draft capital because they still they know where they are. They know they are a rebuilding a young team. So I don't see John Wall going there. I could possibly see the Clippers. For some reason, I feel like the Mavericks, the Mavericks are kind of – I see fans are kind of obsessed with getting going, Drogic. And Drogic is good. I think John Wall can help, too. He, he just can't shoot on the level of going Drogic on the three. John Wall shot about 31% from the three. And he still averaged 20 points and seven assists. Before Christian, Wig, before Christian Wood got injured, the Rockets were winning games. Remember, they kicked our butts in that first game in Houston. So John Wall still has some left in the tank. He just has to stay healthy. His shooter percentages were down. So he's not – we know we're, we we're going to see from John Wall. It's not going to be the best shooting in the world, but he definitely can create and set guys up. He still has that explosion. He still looked pretty fast from what I saw with the Rockets. And the Rockets were doing good before Christian Wood got hurt. So I, I am intrigued to see where John Wall ends up. So, of course, as Washington Wizards fans, we're going to be following to see where John Wall is at. So I'm not going to make this a John Wall show just because, you know, we are talking about the guys that are currently here. So um, let's hop into uh, a lot of the, the guards that are here with the Washington Wizards. But before we do hop into the guys that are currently on the roster, this episode is brought to you by T. V. This podcast is brought to you by Direct TV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, 
you're watching sports highlights on your phone and you got your neighbor's best friends logging for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle. It's called Direct TV Stream. And it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, so let's get into the guard spot. And there actually was a rumor saying that uh, John Wall would be, and the Wizards would be interested for um, a comeback, but that was definitely false. It was one of those NBA pages on Instagram. But um, let's get into the guard spot. So I, I personally, I do think this guard spot did improve. Uh, we did lose Ish Smith. Uh, we brought back Raul Neto. We brought back Cassius Winston. We brought in Aaron Holiday, which I think is going to be a really, really good scrappy guard out there. Now, with the minutes, and then we brought in Contavious Caldwell-Pope. I, I, I see Contavious Caldwell-Pope as a shooting guard and not a small forward in my position. I, re, I remember him with the Pistons. He was more of a shooting, shooting guard. And if you look at the Wizards, we just really have not had a great – backup shooting guard for Bradley Bill, to be honest with you. We, we did have Jordan McRae. There were times and stints we had Marcus Thornton. Uh, we had Martell Webster bringing it back a little bit. But we just haven't really had great backup shooting guards. Last year, you know, we, we tried to experiment with Jerome Robinson. We traded for him. Uh, he was a former first-round pick, and then he ended, he ended up getting waived in the middle of the season. So I just feel like we, I feel like it would be better for KCP to come off the bench for Bradley Bill. Give Bradley Bill a, a break and a breather. You know, Bradley Beal is still going to play 35, 40 minutes a night, but maybe it could go down a little bit, um, you know, with Casey picking up picking up the slack and be able to help defensively for Bradley Beal. And he can score. He can put the ball on the floor too, man. He did have a larger role with the Pistons. Now, when he went to the Lakers, he was more of that catch-and-shoot guy, you know, kind of sit in the corner, just 3 and D. I think he can be – he's still going to be a 3 and D guy for us, but I feel like he can put the ball on the floor just a little bit more than what he did uh, with the Los, Los, Angeles, Los Angeles Lakers. And uh, create a shot for Bradley Bill, too. They, I, feel, I feel like they can play together. You know, they're best buds. I feel like they can play together and have good chemistry out there, too. Um, moving on to – and KCP as well, shooting the ball 40, 40% from the three-point line. I think that's seriously going to help. I think the shooting definitely improved from last year. We just didn't shoot the three well. We didn't have a lot of three-point shooters. And we did let go Garrison Matthews. That is a – that's one of the guards that left the, left the Washington Wizards roster. Um, other than Garrison and Davis Bertans on the whole roster, we didn't have much three-point shooting. Aaron Holiday is a positive uh, 37% shooter from the three-point line. Raul Neto shot above 35% from the three-point line. So all these guards can shoot the three. That's what I like about it as well. All these guards are capable of knocking down a three. None of these guys are liabilities from the three-point line. Everybody has to be respected. All the defenders have to go out there and respect these guys. That's what I like about it, and that can create shots for Bradley Bill. Uh, make it easier on him, you know, KCP and all these guys are looking to pass the ball too. They're all, they're n- none of them are really ball stoppers. Some of them are combo guards. Like Ronald Nettles a combo guard. Aaron Holiday is kind of a, he's an undersized combo guard as well, but they're all looking to move the ball and they all are capable of being facilitators and, c- and can work in that pick and roll 
uh, with Montrez Harrell, or we're going to pick and roll situation with Daniel Gafford, throw him some lobs and create for other guys. Um, but what's interesting for me is the minute splits too. Uh, if KCP comes off the bench, I still see him getting about 25, 20 to 25 minutes per game now. If if KCP is coming off the bench and you have Raul Neto and uh, Aaron Holiday fighting for that second point guard spot, somebody's got to be the odd man out and be that third point guard coming off the bench. And then, of course, you have Cassius Winston, who's going to be on the bench. For the most part, probably interchanging with the, with the, with the Capital City go-go, coming back and forth. And then um, Corey Kispert. I, I just consider him as a small forward, and that's what he's listed as. He's about six seven, so he he's considered as a a small forward. And then of course Spencer Dinwiddie uh, coming in as well, the big addition of Spencer Dinwiddie. I just feel like he's going to help this team a lot. I think I feel like he's going to be able to facilitate like he did with the Nets, move the ball around, more ball movement, and get into the free throw line. He's he's going to be a he's an elite bucket getter, an elite scorer. And I feel like his shoot, his three point shooter can definitely improve with the Washington Wizards too, with more ball movement uh, here and there with this roster. So um, his catch and shoot opportunities he was thirty seven percent from the three, and I feel like he he can definitely come out there and help. So for me, the the question mark is between Aaron Holiday and Raul Neto. Who who's going to get those minutes off of the bench? Who's really going to get those minutes off the bench? Uh, being that eighth or ninth or tenth guy, or are they going to be playing together? We could see that, like I said, if KCP is starting at the three, then I see those two guys playing together off the bench. So for me, I, I feel like Raul Neto would be that first guy, that first point guard coming off the bench behind Spencer Dinwiddie. And then after that, it would be Aaron Holiday. I feel like Raul Neto, from what he showed last year, the way he scored and, and shot the ball and was super, super scrappy, averaging eight points per game. And then also from the three-point line, he shot 39%, not a high-volume shooter, but two two threes per game. I feel like he would be better suited for that role. And then Aaron Holiday definitely deserves a lot of minutes. The way he's scrapping on defense, he could be our defensive unit. Him, KCP, uh, off the bench. Uh, we could have, you know, of course, uh, Gafford. You can interchange. You have Gafford. If you really want to have a defensive lineup, Gafford, Rui at the four. And then at the three, you could probably have – Mm, that's a tough one at the three. If you have or Kuzma, Kuzma's a good defender, so you would have that lineup as a defensive lineup, and then have Bradley Bill come in as well. You know, Bradley Bill can come in and, and defend and, and improve defensively. So that's how I could see it. But Spencer Dinwiddie is definitely going to help out this group. I think we did improve. Now, of course, you know, losing Russell Westbrook, I mean, that's a big loss. It's you, you're talking about a Hall of Famer right here. But if gaining Spencer Dinwiddie for the trade the trade and then adding Aaron Holiday and adding Raul Neto adding KCP I think it's kind of I think it's kind of I would say collectively those guys I I would say it's it's kind of even but losing Russell Westbrook it it is tough I mean some of the things that he did is not nobody's gonna match that nobody's gonna match the triple doubles the effort the intensity the finishing like like Russell Westbrook used to Um, but we are gonna have a lot better shooting and a lot better spacing a lot better ball movement um, I think team defense can be better as well. There were some times where Russell Westbrook wasn't wasn't great on the pick and roll defense. He was great at the uh, point of attack, but I think as a collective unit, this team can be better at the guard position. I think we, we're deeper at the guard position for sure. I'll, I'll definitely say that. Losing a Smith, that was tough too. Ish Smith was good off the bench. Him and Raul, they would change. They would interchange nights where, you know, hey, you go score, I go score, or you know, some somebody would have an off night. Ish Smith would step up, or if Ish Smith had an off night. 
Raul steps up. When Ish Smith was out for, you know, what was it, 10 or 15 games or it was longer than that, Raul Neto was able to step up for the Washington Wizards big time. So um, I feel like it's kind of even right there. I do think the depth improved. Just like the, the, the four position definitely improved by far. I would say the guards are kind of even or um, I, I would say the guards are basically even. I'm not going to say we leaps and bounds improved. I feel like we did improve as well, but at the same time, it, it's even in the depth got a lot better. But um, next, I do want to help. I do want to talk more about how this roster would help Bradley Bill. And also, um, I did a series where, you know, do I think anybody's going to get traded? I, I really don't feel like anybody from the guard standpoint is going to get traded. But before we do get more into the impact with Bradley Bill, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Uh, my favorite cookie is the cookies and cream. They got coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, and German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the macro, 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code, promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. This episode is also brought to you by Bet Online. Big Washington game coming up against the New York Giants. Bet Online is the fastest way and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Uh, baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC action. For the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile, more mobile, more mobile device, and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game. As teams prep for their runs to the playoffs, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sports experts. The promo code is LOCKED on also i've been meaning to talk about the preseason games coming up i didn't i didn't talk about that they did announce that a, a week and a half ago but here's the schedule just to get ready um on tuesday october 5th that is the first preseason game we do play the houston rockets which john wall will not be playing it he'll most likely he'll be sitting on the sidelines as they announce that um that's in houston at eight o'clock then saturday october 9th we play the New York Knicks at 7 o'clock p.m. And then on Tuesday, October 12th, we play the Houston – we play the Toronto Raptors at 7 p.m. And then on Friday, October 15th, we play the New York Knicks at 7.30. So we have four preseason games. They're kind of spread out October 5th, October 9th, October 12th, and then October 15th. And then we hop into the regular season against the Toronto Raptors on October 20th. Kind of have a rivalry for some reason with the Raptors. The Raptors can't stand. I think because we swept them in the playoffs um, in their house. So I, I think that really made the Raptors really dislike us. Um, then we, we ended up losing to them in 2018. But I, I think they really just dislike us for some reason. Um, we got a small rivalry with the Toronto Raptors. So we will open up opening night against the Raptors. Can't wait for that. Really can't. Can't wait for that. Um, but yeah, let's let's get more into how I think they help Bradley Bill. Like I said before, with the shooting percentages, um, all all the guys can shoot and spread the floor. Bradley Bill is one of the most double team guys in the NBA. We don't want to see, you know, he's going to get double teamed. It's, it's going to come with the game. There's going to be boxing ones, different defense they throw at Bradley Bill. But if they if you do that, 
it's like, okay, yeah, I can't leave KCP wide open. I can't leave Ronald Nettle wide open. I can't leave Spencer Dinwiddie wide open. He's going to drive to the lane and he's going to throw a lot of damn Gafford or he's going to knock down a shot or he's going to create and create contact and get an and one and score. So we got weapons all around instead of, you know, last year we had some liabilities, guys that couldn't really shoot the three. And um, that was, you know, that really hurt us. Spacing the floor really hurt us. So I think we're going to have better spacing for Bradley Bill. He'll have more one-on-one opportunities. We'll have more dribble handoffs, things that worked a couple of years ago with him and Davies Bertans. And um, KCP, they're going to play, play together well. in the defense, you know, Bradley Bill won't have to spend all the energy and he can spend more energy uh, offensively. He can spend more energy on defense. He can put more effort on defense. And they, they can help him out. We have positive defender, defenders in KCP. Raul Neto, Aaron Holiday. All those guys were solid defenders last year. Where Aaron Holiday was a good defender with the Pacers. He was one of their defensive stoppers at the guard position for the Pacers. So we can scrap. Those guys can pick a full court more. So I'm interested and, and intrigued to see these guards play around Bradley Bill. I'm, I'm excited to see that. Um, so before we head out today, I'm going to talk about – I'm going to do three bold predictions that I left that I wasn't able to get to um, here before we head on this episode. And then next episode, I do want to do um, some breakout candidates and get into that. Uh, so stay tuned for that next episode. But um, this one is the – this is from Chuck Harden. He said, the Wizards beat the Nets in the Eastern Conference and go on to beat the Lakers to win the NBA championship in Los Angeles. So that one is very bold. Very bold. The Wizards have won a championship. We haven't won a championship since 1978. And there was actually a rankings that just had us come in the 11th seed, not even making the play-in. Uh, I don't know if it's from ESPN or wherever I saw it, but that, that's been going around on social media. So um, that would be tough. You got to beat the Brooklyn Nets. You got to beat the Bucks. got to beat the Sixers. The Bulls look good. Knicks. There's a lot of good teams in, in, in the East right now. Celtics, uh, the, the, the Hawks. The Hawks looked darn good last year. Made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Trey Young. It, they're bringing everybody back. Uh, so it, it's going to be a tough task for the Washington Wizards. We'll see with that one. I, personally, I don't see it, but, you know, I'm not going to be a Debbie Downer on it. You know, I wish there would be a parade in D.C. for the Washington Wizards. That would be great. But, yeah, personally, I don't see it. So, um, But very bold, Chuck Harden. This is what it's for. It's for bold predictions. Lloyd the Hooper, he says, the Wizards avoid the playing game uh, and make the playoffs as a six, as a six seed. I can, I can see that happening. I, I see our ceiling as a six or fifth seed. That's our ceiling. I think our our floor is probably, yeah, 11th seed. I see anywhere between – I can see the Wizards finish anywhere between six and 11th. So, avoiding the playing play, play game, that's kind of bold, but I, I can clearly see that happening. I can definitely see that happening. Uh, free throw jumper says Rui, Rui shoots 40% from the three. Um, I don't see that happening. I see about 35, 37, and that's really good. That's really good for him to shoot 32% and jump up to 37. That would still be re- really, really, really good. So I'd be, I would be heavily impressed if he does that. If he shoots 40% from the three, I could see him knocking on the door for the all-star game. If he can shoot 40% from the three and still do what he does from the mid range game, putting the ball on the floor, finishing hard. I could definitely see that and, and improving is a lot of stuff that he has to do, but if he shoots 40% from the three, and keeps doing the stuff that he normally does, rebounding the ball well at a high clip, then I could definitely see him knocking on the door for an all-star game. So um, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, before we head out, this episode is brought to you by Locked on Bets. Betting on the NFL or NBA doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. And, uh, guys, make sure you subscribe. To Locked On Wizards, uh, wherever you get your podcast, you guys have a good one. 
and hail to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.